0: O God, whom we know because we have known love, we need your presence in our lives so that we may prepare the waiting world for your son. We call you Father and name your son as Lord, and yet sometimes little changes. Encourage change within us and help us to live in your presence. Help us by this worship to know you as life and goodness, the creator of everything good. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah.
1: Comfort, give comfort to my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord double for all her sins. A voice cries out, in the desert prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland a highway for our God. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The rugged land shall be made a plain. The rough country, a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up into a high mountain, Zion, herald of glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him. His recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care.
2: The Word of the Lord. Be to God. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord, one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like one day. The Lord does not delay his promise, as some regard delay, but he is patient with you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a mighty roar, and the elements will be dissolved by fire. And the earth and everything done on it will be found out. Since everything is to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be? Conducting yourselves in holiness and devotion, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved in flames and the elements melted by fire. But according to his promise, We await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager to be found without spot or blemish before Him, at peace. The Word of the Lord.
3: (laughs) The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah, in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way. A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for their forgiveness of sins people of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. John was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. He fed on locusts and wild honey. And this is what he proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I have baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: We know that our town breeds and lives sports, so I'd like to share with you a story that comes from the world of sports. The stories of um, the famous uh, Chicago Bears coach, uh, Mike Ditka, I'm sure you've heard of him. On one occasion, well, first of all, he was known for being very tough, uh, playing through many uh, injuries. Uh, So when he was coaching uh, this one particular game at halftime, he was kind of upset with his players that they were not playing tough enough. So uh, during the the halftime intermission, he uh, came to the locker room uh, with a bucket, stuck his hand in it and then pulled it out, and there was a snapping turtle that uh, latched onto his hand, and it started bleeding. And as he was uh, holding it up, he started to talk to the players about being tough, playing tough, playing through through injuries. And uh, when he finished, he said, every one of you can do what I'm doing if you decide, if you are determined to do it. And uh, so he said, would anyone like to try what I'm doing? So nobody, but after a while, one of the defensive linemen, William Perry, nicknamed the refrigerator, 350-pound defensive lineman said, I'll do it, coach. So the coach said to him, just wait till the turtle lets go of my hand. (laughs) And he said, no, there is no need uh, to wait for that. Just stick out your other hand and I will bite that one. (laughs) So you are probably wondering what does this have to do with the gospel or with the scripture that we heard this morning. Being a Christian is tough. It requires a lot of toughness, especially spiritual toughness. We know that Jesus talked frequently about us picking up our crosses daily and following him. So today, of course, we heard that, first of all, if you remember last week, the gospel ended with the word watch, that we are to watch, we are to be alert and watchful. Today, we are reminded that we need to be prepared. Now, how do we prepare for the coming of Christ? What do we need to do? How do we need to live? In the first reading, we heard that, the Isaiah, that Isaiah the prophet was saying to the people, comfort, give comfort to my people. They were coming home after the many years of, of uh, slavery, and they found things in horrible shape. So he used the image of roads being filled. When an important person was coming to town or village, everything got fixed. The roads, the, the, the streets, and things like that. So he was using that image saying, fill the holes, fill, uh, fill the valleys. But they didn't mean it so much in physical sense. Yes, they had to do it that way too, but he said, in, inside you, where do you see holes in your behaviors, in your attitudes, in your habits? Give comfort to each other. If you do, then you will be able to rebuild your lives. You will be able to restore your nation to the glory that it wants ahead. So that was his message. And of course many accepted it and were able to accomplish it. Then in the second reading, St. Paul gave us some very helpful suggestions. How do we prepare for the coming of Christ? It was St. Peter, I'm sorry, in the second reading. He said to the early Christians that we need to remember what kind of persons we are to be now that we know Christ What kind of people are you called to be? And how how do you need to prepare for the second coming of Christ? Because there were false teachers that came to various Christian communities and told people that the second coming of Christ was just a myth, that it would never happen. So St. Peter said, no, it's not a myth. Remember, Jesus promised this. It's not a myth. He will really come back. Because some of them became became very lax in their their faith. So he said, no, remember what kind of persons you are to be. Again, do we remember, do we we understand, and do we live the kind of life we are called to live, the kind of people we are called to be? Very important message, very important challenge for us. So yes, in the gospel reading we heard that many people were coming to John the Baptist. He lived in the desert, yet all of the countryside of Judea the inhabitants of Jerusalem, were making the journey to hear him, to be encouraged by his message. So what did he preach? First of all, he knew who he was. He didn't say, I am Jesus, I am the Messiah, I am the one that you are expecting. He just said, I am the voice, the voice that is used the the way it is meant to be used. So he used that voice to call people closer to God. He told them, repent of your sins. So what does the word repent mean? in in the sense that Jesus used it and John the Baptist used it. Repentance means more than just doing penance. Of course, penance is important. Repentance, in its truest sense, means that we look at everything in life from a different perspective. And throughout the season of Advent, we see many good examples of how people look at everything in life from a different perspective. First and foremost, Mary, the mother of Jesus, when God came to her, she looked at the, the, the proposal, the plan from God's perse- perspective. She didn't say, I am too young, I'm not married. She said, no, this is the perspective that God has. This is the plan God has for me, for my life. She said, I'm going to do it. Joseph, her, her uh, fiancé, and then her later husband, again, he had a plan to divorce Mary. No, he looked at his life from a different perspective, and accepted the plan that God offered him. What about us? Do we do repentance? Do we understand it? Do we look at our life, our calls, from a different perspective? Again, very challenging message. So, John the Baptist said, this is who I am. I am one pointing to Christ. I am using my voice to point him out. And those who accepted, of course, John's preaching were prepared for Christ's message, for Christ's ministry and, and his life, and accepted, many of them accepted him. And John the Baptist gave very specific instructions to the people how to see their lives, their own conduct, from a different perspective. He said, if you have two cloaks, give one to, has, to, to, give one to someone who has none. If you have food, do the same. To the soldiers, he said, do not practice extortion. Do not accuse falsely anyone. To the tax collectors, he said, do not collect more than you're supposed to. Very specific ways how to see life from a different perspective. Everything in life. So again, how do we do that? There is a story of a retired school teacher who placed an ad in a local newspaper that said, a retired school teacher looking for a man in his early or to mid-60s. I'm tired of reading, writing, arithmetics. I'm looking for a man who will show me the way, my way to the playground before the bell rings. <laughs> in a sense, of course, Jesus didn't show us the way to the playground. He shows us the way to God, to Him, to heaven, before the bell rings. We know we have time, but it's very precious. As I mentioned last week, time means this being in a decisive moment, and, of course, using it the meaningful way the kind of, so we will show, that we'll show people around us what kind of persons we ought to be. So let us be thankful for the Word of God that we heard this morning. Let us remember what repentance means, how we can be truly prepared and joyfully prepared for the coming of Christ, whether it's this coming Christmas or His second coming.
2: Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.